Sochim Daf Nun Zayin, today's email comes from 17-year-old David Cohen from Gibraltar. I felt like I had to email you to thank you for your consistently clear sheer every day. It is inspiring how awake and sharp you are every day. I am 17 years old, and although I recently started listening to this sheer, it has had an amazing impact on my life. I've only been on live Zoom once, 6 a.m. in Gibraltar, but I feel like I'm hearing it every day. Chazak. By the way, thanks for the ingredients for the kutach. My mom started making it, and it is so good. He's referring to the moldy bread and the smelly sour milk. I love the sweet and sour, he says. Best regards, David Cohen. Amazing. You should have a slacha. You should finish shas with us. So in Yerichai, they used to give peah from certain vegetables. The Gemara says, well, one of them was a constant, turnips. Rav Shimon says, you also have to add, in the beginning they would give from cabbage. They would set aside a corner of the field, peah for the poor. According to Rav Yossi, they set aside also from the leaf. The Gemara tells us a story. The son of the Hoyayim would give peah from the vegetables, which he's really not supposed to. His father came in one day and he sees the poor grabbing the vegetables. He says, listen, Bonai, my sons, put it down and I will reimburse you double from Tchulin that I already took Meisers. That is no problem. Don't think that I am stingy, just it's usher for me to give you peah from the vegetables. Gemara tells us that to begin with, in the Beis Amigdos, they used to take all the hides, put it in a room called Beis Aparva. At night, they would divide it. But then there were the tough guys that came, the tough Kohanim, and they would grab more than they deserved. So they decided, let's do it once a week. There'll be more Kohanim around every Erev Shabbos, they'll divide it. But then, the Chash of Kohanim came, and they took more than they deserved. So everybody decided together, let's make all the hides Hegdish. No one could have any benefit from it all, at all. So they went and they sold all the hides. And the Beis Amigdos had so much money that they were able to produce tiles that were one amma by one amma by a dinner thick, tiles like we have today, 24 inches by 24 inches, made out of pure gold. And every yantiv, they would pick up these tiles and place them on display so everybody could see them, because during the year they were in the Heichal where the Klai Yisrael couldn't see them, but they put them outside on, on Harabai so people could see it. We learned in the Mishnah that in Yerichai, they allowed to use the branches from trees that the actual tree was hegdish, and the aftergrowth, Whatever grew after the Hegdish, they would go ahead and use. Now the question is, why did the people of Yerichai make these trees Hegdish to begin with? And what it tells us, once again, we're talking about tough people that would come and steal these trees. They figured, if we're not going to have them, no one will have them. Let's give them to Hegdish. So the Gemara tells us about four Kohanim G'daylam, that their sons were the Gizbarim and the Bishamigdash, their son-in-laws were in charge of everything, and their slaves would go around hitting people. Ben Baitos, his slaves, would go around with a mace with sharp edges and hit people. Chanan, his children, would go around giving people bad advice. Kasrois would go around writing bad things about people. And Yishmael ben Piyachi, even though he was a good guy, but his family would beat people up. The Gemara tells us there were four kailais, four tzvachais, screams that came out of the Azara Paschals. First one was the sons, the children of Eli, should leave the Azara immediately because they were Metama the Azara. Then the, the Basque would come out and say, Su Sha'arim Ben Piyachi, who we just mentioned, he was a good person, but his descendants weren't, come on into the Azara. Yoichinim Ben Arbai would come in and fill his stomach with the Kachim. The Gemara tells us that he would eat 300 Agalim calves, 300 Garve Yayim, and 40 saw of birds. Some say that it means over an entire year. And the fourth 
scream was, Yisachar Ish Kfar Barkoi, get out. What did he do? He was a Kohen Gadol who used to put silk on his hands. He was a Yisachar, he didn't want to touch the blood. And it's a big problem. First of all, it's Chatzitza. Second of all, it's a bizarre for the Kachim. The Gemara tells us an amazing story. The king and the queen, Yana Yamelech, was sitting with his wife, and they had an argument. What tastes better? Is it goat meat or lamb? He says, you know what? There is no one better than a Kohen Gadol. He has so much available to him. He'll tell us the difference. They call him in, and he heard the question, and he went with his hand like this. Ah, shtusen. A bizarre to the king, and he said, the queen is right. It's the Teves that tastes better because we bring every single morning a tamid, every afternoon a tamid, and it's from lamb, not from goat. Says Yanai, since you said it in such bizarre, first of all, you didn't say that I'm right. Second of all, you went with your hand, you made fun of us. Let's chop off your right hand. So he went and he paid a bribe to the hand cutter. And he said, cut my left hand instead. So he cut his left hand. The king found out and said, let's cut off his right hand. And says, Rav Yosef, Baruch Hashem, that Ishkar Barkai, he got paid in this world, that Hashem took care of him, so that he's able to be Zorich HaTolim Haba. Says the Gemara, Ravashi and Ravina, Ravina and Ravashi, those who wrote the Gemara, Ravashi says, had he learned Mishnayis and Brises, he would have known that they're equal. Because the Derech Klal in the Torah, it says sheep before goat. But by Chathos, it says goat before sheep to t- teach us that they are equal. It says Ravina, even in the Torah, it says, Im keves imeiz. In the Pesach itself, it doesn't make a difference. They're both the same. And with that, we finish Mokon Shinoagu, Kislikov, Pesach, Rishon. Have a wonderful day.